Season one of Watch With You is made possible by the support of Barry from Podcast in Color. Thank you, Barry. Hey, Watchers, this is Lady H here with Lady D. Hi, everyone. And with us, we have Queen Malmendi. Now, we have been asking all of our listeners if there is a show that we should be watching, what is the name of the show? And Queen Mamendi has graciously agreed to come and drop a coin to us watchers and tell us all about Ready to Love. Queen Mamendi, hi. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about the structure of Ready to Love, what it is, where and when it airs, and what you like most about it? Okay. So Ready to Love is a black dating show that comes on own Friday nights. Um, I think they usually have about 12 singles, maybe 10 or so men and women each. And they basically date each other. So it's um, getting to know you and you kind of at the end, find the person you want to be with. Um, It's really one of the only, I would say, totally black dating shows on the air. You know, other dating shows like The Bachelorette and The Bachelor, you kind of have to, they've had 20 plus seasons and are just now starting to have one and two people of color or black people on it. Um, So that's mostly why I watch the show. It's good to see black people on a dating show and you can kind of relate. Now they have gone through, they've done quite a few seasons in Houston. I think they did Atlanta. They did DC, which is the one we're about to talk about. And then basically they're doing DC again, which starts this Friday. Um, but they're called, they're saying it's Potomac. The other thing that I noticed about Ready to Love is that a lot of the contestants, for lack of a better term, are in their 30s. Yes, they're usually older. So it's not a lot of 20-year-olds. So it's definitely people who should be serious about dating and wanting to be in serious relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw DC and what well, pieces of DC. I didn't see it from start to finish, but I did notice, I definitely saw the first four or five episodes. So I got to see everybody. And as they whittle people out to say, your match isn't in this group. Um, and I noticed that they had people with children, people who had previously been married before. And I thought, ooh, like that's really interesting because as you noted before with some of the other ones, number one, they're in their 20s. But when Taisha was previously married, that was such a big deal. Like, oh, look at us giving this divorce say a chance. Like it was so taboo. So I'm glad to say that the show says sometimes you kiss the free frogs, it doesn't work out, but or you grow and you live, and now you're to a point where you're ready to love and we start from here. Um had another question for you. So I didn't know that they travel from city to city. Um is nephew Tommy always the host? He's always been the host so far. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Nephew Tommy as a host? Um, I like him as a host. Um, you know, he's he's married. And, well, if you watch this, I think if you listen to, like, the Steve Harvey morning show, which is where he's from, 
I guess he gives a, a more joking manner. Yeah. I think on here, you really get to maybe know him outside of that a lot more. Um, and, you know, he's been married, I think, has he been with his wife 20 plus years? So he does kind of maybe have a little bit more authority to talk about how to be in relationships. Mm. Okay, because that was my question. It was like, nephew Tommy, Steve Harvey, always talking about women yeah. mm-hmm. and, and and jumping from one to another. Yeah. Now, nephew oh. Tommy hasn't given anybody any rules for the cookies or anything. So <laughs> I think some people might take him a little more seriously. Like, okay. he, it seems like he's very much more real with it. And his wife has been on the show a couple of times. Oh, has she? Yes. Oh. I think I want to say she was on maybe the last Houston series. She might have been on a few episodes. Hmm. So, okay. Do they say that this is Black love, meaning we are interested in contested, like Black women um, dating Black men uh, exclusively? Or do you th- or have they, or do you think they're going to try to slide somebody else in, um, another race in, be, and still call it Black love? I, I, I want to say they're definitely focused on Black love. They have had contestants that are uh, mixed race. So mm-hmm. like one of the, the contestants this season, was she? I think she's Korean and Black. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure there, there are people who have, are mixed race, but I want to say most people are... Um, they definitely identify as black. Okay. So it's definitely about black love. Awesome. Awesome. I have to ask you about the romance novel-ish debate about black love in that some people believe that black love can only be if two black like main characters or leads or um, partners are both black. And some people feel as though black love can exist in interracial couples. So only one person has to identify as Black and their love is still Black love. Do you feel comfortable in saying which part of the debate you fall on? Honestly, I hadn't even thought of this question till now. So if you're like, (laughs) I need some time to think about it, that is perfectly fine. I had never thought about it, but I think I identify Black love as two Black people in a relationship. I know I do. Yeah. I mean, I guess it technically it is black love if one partner is black because there is love of a black person. But I think if we're if we're talking about black people and our representation, we see a lot more mixed couples than we do just black couples. So you kind of want to highlight that. Mm -hmm. I'm with you guys two black folks have to be black love it can be black romance yes if you're in a, in a racial relationship but black love you gotta have two black people all right now that's a good question <laughs> i had never thought about it <laughs> have you listened to our podcast you know at one point in time i'm gonna hit one somebody with a question <laughs> she has these intellectual questions that she brings out in every episode I listen to what y'all say. If y'all didn't give me material to work with, I would never ask questions. <laughs> I was like, huh, so you saw Black Romance, did you? Black Love, all right. Well, okay, so that's good to know, though, that I'm not going to watch the show and be promised 
black love. And then next thing I know, John B enters the chat. They haven't done that yet. <laughs> now, what? don't you dare choke. Why did you say John B? Remember that you know why that is funny. Now, they haven't done that yet. I don't, I don't think they have to do that. But I I don't know that I wouldn't be mad at a John B type. No. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm just saying, if they're going to be on the show, you mm-hmm. need to be very much in the culture. Okay. All right. All right. Hmm. 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 Let me think about somebody. Ooh, let me get an appropriator. So Justin Timberlake enters the chat. No. You see how quickly you said no. You were like, not no, but hell no. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Not after. Yeah. No. No, I've not. John B. Yes. Ooh. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to say like Fat Joe, like, like that's what I'm saying. Someone uh, that is in the culture. So you okay. can be of another race, but you are very much a part of Black culture. Are, does this show promote marriage or just a dating and healthy relationship? We, I don't think we've gotten any marriages from the show yet. Oh. So, okay. so it's not like The Bachelor or Bachelorette where I think at the end um, you have to propose. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end, it's more about wanting to continue to be in a committed relationship i think is the goal i like that i mean don't promise forever or anything like that but just to say i am here because i have looked high i have looked low and i have not found someone but you know maybe if i had a concentrated pool of people that I could possibly find someone to grow with, then I'm happier with that than a a forced proposal, unless I get to keep the ring from Neil Lane. Right, right. Yeah, there hasn't been any, uh, maybe the first season they maybe kind of thought they might do that, but I think it's more, we're looking for committed couples, whether, and then Mm -hmm. y'all need to define if one, if y'all eventually get married, or if at the end of the show, y'all have already decided to be exclusive or whatever. So that would be considered a success. Like when um, they've whittled it down to a couple mm-hmm. and they decide, yeah, we're exclusive and we want to move forward. That's considered a success because there, I thought I've read that there have been past seasons where there haven't been a, a match at the end. Is that true? Or did I misunderstand? Um, I think there are usually matches at the end, but then it's kind of like married at first sight. By the time they get to the reunion, are y'all still together? Oh. So at the end of the series, they have, I don't know, it depends on how many couples have matched. So you might have, it depends on how many couples have matched. The last episode is them, the men are somewhere and the women that they chose are, or they have kind of gotten down to are meeting them somewhere and we're having this conversation are we agreeing to be together mm-hmm. and then when they get back to the reunion okay are y'all still together now mm. every season we have people down at the end together mm-hmm. once you get to the reunion you might have one or two and then of course after the reunion they end up breaking up at the reunion 
after the reunion. Oh, after. I'm about to say, well, damn, you waited to the reunion to say, we together right now. I mean, well, well, we was together 10 seconds ago, but now. How some of these people <laughs> after the reunion, they could do something that could mess up their relationship. Or something could come out at the reunion that had. Well, do you think that, so one thing about a lot of these dating shows is that um, I think you were saying people aren't there necessarily for the right reasons. And now that dating shows and reality shows have been around for so long where it has been a an entry point into Hollywood, into influencer status, into other things. Do you think for the most part that the people who go on Ready to Love are there because they are actually ready to love? Or do you think that they are there so that they can be known and parlay this into acting or influencer status or spokespersonships or whatever? I think that is definitely the problem with uh, relationship reality shows mm-hmm. is that there are people that show up really out here. I am trying to look for my match and I am here to find that person. And then there are the people that, okay, maybe I find the person I'm really here. Cause I want to be on TV or whatever and parlay this into something else. Um, there have been people who are actors now, <laughs> a guy really? from the first season, a guy from the first season who matched with somebody. And when I tell you, I thought they was going to make it. No. Um, I think they made it past the reunion and then broke up after the reunion. Um, but he's an actor now. Hmm. Yeah. So they, there are people, <laughs> there was a guy, what, season before last. He's a, when is he, 40 years old and he's a rapper. Yeah. When I thought okay. that, that that couple he was in was going to make it. Um, yeah, it didn't. Um, so yeah, there, and that's that's the unfortunate part. That's the frustrating part in watching the series. We want to see love. We want to see matches. We want to see the hope, and we, it comes out later that this person wasn't really here. Or even sometimes during the show, you can tell this person really isn't here for that. Hopefully, we they eliminate that person. But then it does come down to the end where sometimes those people aren't really there to find love for real. Hmm. Does that impact your enjoyment of the show? It can. It can. Or, I mean, you usually you find that out later and it's, well, it's like, well, dang, that's disappointing. Mm-hmm. Especially if they've matched with somebody and especially if you kind of like the couple that, together and find out that maybe that's the reason it didn't really work out. Oh, but I guess that's that's just the nature of reality shows and dating shows now. It's we're not the fantasy we have in our head is not going to be that. So we're lucky if we get a couple of couples. So let's see how many. I don't even know how many couples. I know it was like one couple. Ooh. There's one couple that how they got together was kind of messed up. I know they're still together. I mm-hmm. think they're from the second season. And then I know of a couple that they didn't show them dating much on the show. They mm-hmm. kind of connected after the show and they're super cute. They actually, oh. um, they actually review the show. So they mm-hmm. review the show. I think it's Rashid and Simone and mm-hmm. they're, they have like a, they do a YouTube podcast and they sit down, they watch the show and give their opinion. 
and it's um ages and stages podcast. They're adorable. Mm. So I really hope they work out. And I mm-hmm. and I think I think if that comes from it, I like that. It's unfortunate maybe we didn't fully see that connection on TV. We saw it a little bit, but I like that I like them, I follow them, and now I get to see them after the fact together. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what's up. Okay. So this season of Ready to Love. Yeah. Can you walk me through it, like some of the highlights? Or you say, okay, girl, if you want to watch Ready to Love, and I live in Baltimore, Lady D is in Delaware, you're in the DMV, and I watched it when you when you tweeted us and said, just look at it because it's in the DMV. I totally looked at the specials to make sure I didn't know anybody there. Because <laughs> if I did, oh, I didn't. Uh, I was like, uh, because Lord had mercy if I had known Corey. <laughs> oh, if you had known Corey, if you had what? known Camille, if you had known Cornelius, and if you had known Zadia, whoo, you might need to reevaluate your friendship. Yeah, yeah. So thank the Lord. Yeah. Did not know did not know any of them. Um, so anything that you would say, like this was a highlight of of the DMV season, and why should it, the listeners, the watchers, why should they check out Potomac the next season, which you said is starting really uh, soon? Yeah, I they didn't seem to promote it. Um, and it's kind of, it drops fast. Like supposedly it starts, it starts Friday. Oof. Um, I don't, I don't know what's going on with it. I don't know if there's a problem and they're just like, let's just push it out. Um, yeah. but usually there's kind of a build up to it for whatever reason there isn't. Um, I would say on average, you're going to get one or two good couples that you kind of follow and you're like, oh my gosh, aren't they cute? And they, they at least, they definitely stay together at the reunion. The two couples there were two couples that were together at um, at this reunion, and I think I think at least one would probably last a while because mm-hmm. they're kind of older, and I could see them have a very good connection. Um, let's see, who was that? That was Aisha and Dante, and then the other couple I think was Phil and don't remember her name. It was Phil. And let's look it up. She is on the younger end of the cast. Oh, the 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 light skinned girl with the curly hair. Yes, she came in the middle of the season. Let me see. I'm on the site. Let me look up her name. Mm-hmm. Wait, how am I already at the guys? What'd you do? Bookmark the guys. <laughs> no, it is she even on here? Did they not put her on the cast list? Well, whatever her name is, she. I should really look up her name, but we we going. But she she's on the younger end, mm-hmm. so I I I don't I don't know. I would say they would probably be one of the couples that would, if they were to stay together, they would have kids and stuff. Where you know, actually, it's very rare on this show. I would say you're kind of out of norm if you don't have kids or in a long term serious relationship. Okay. I would say they kind of look at people like that almost odd because a lot of them are older Mm. so and it's an issue that if you are especially if you're the man and you're we're talking 30 late 30 early 40s women these women aren't going to really want to have kids and if you want to have kids that's going to limit your pool of who you can pick from from the cat 
Now, you said she came in in the middle, so people, it's not the same people throughout the whole season? Yes, so sometimes they do a swerve. So maybe midway through this season, they did a swerve and they added an extra woman and they added an extra man Mm -hmm. to kind of shake things up. And she came in and got somebody else's man. (laughs) (laughs) And then you find it's going to give you some mess too. Um, Also a thing to look out for a problem with being on the show is you kind of shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket and people do that. And that's a bad thing. Like, so you mm-hmm. shouldn't on the first day or the second day or whatever, you shouldn't be like, that's my man. That's my woman. I'm ignoring everybody else. Mm. I'm, I'm going with that man or that woman because you set yourself up to, you kind of set yourself up to fail. If that person doesn't want you, and they're interested in other people, you're going to get voted off. And for the voting off process, it is essentially the women vote off the men. Yes. If they feel as though that for the majority of the women, that that guy, that none of the women or the majority of the women don't want to date that guy. So in other words, that guy is not a match for any of the women in this group. Right, it's like that and for the men and the versa. women. Deliberations with nephew Tommy every they kind of switch off. So one week a woman is going to get voted off, one week a man is going to get voted off. Okay. And you you will get kicked off if nobody is interested in you anymore. Anymore. Uh, anymore for whatever reason. So if at the usually on the first episode they're kicking somebody off. So it's first impressions. If you don't get enough people to be interested in you, you're gone. So that's why it's definitely not smart to put all your eggs in one basket. Right. Because you need to, and and people kind of, that's probably a problem. People kind of politic and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get to the end. So I'm just kind of, I got to hitch myself to somebody. That's where we get in the problem where maybe it's not love. Um, But you need to be talking to everybody and really getting to know everybody so you stay on longer until we get towards the end part of the show where it is time to focus on that one per- person, focus on those two people so you can end up with just one. And if that's the case and, and politicking to get towards the end of the show, is there some benefit for getting to the end or final four or anything like that? I don't know if they get paid. I mean, hmm. it's possible. But I don't I don't think getting to the end gets you some type of exorbitant amount of money. Um, like we were talking about, getting to the end might it might get you more exposure if that's what you're looking for. Because instead of being on the TV for one week, you're on the TV for 10 or something. Um, but that's not necessary. The goal is to get to the end with a partner. Mm hmm. Hopefully, and hopefully with that, it's supposed to be love, not necessarily just to get to the end with a partner. But sometimes it ends up like that. There are seasons where, you know, your first choice, a couple of people's first choice hasn't chosen them. And okay, we're both each other's second choice. So it's kind of like, okay. But watching that, you can tell. It's like, okay, they're not really feeling each other like that. By the time we get to the reunion, they chose each other today, but by the time we get to the reunion, they're not going to really be together that much. And what's the reunion 
like I saw that they were as I was saying that that they were beat to the gods, but <laughs> you were quick yeah. to remind me not to the level of your housewives beat. It was the is the local rapper beat instead of your Jay Z beat. Yeah, it's 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 a nice regular person beat. It's a nice regular person dress. We I doubt any of them. I mean, some of them might really went to like a stylist and I got the dress that really looks great on me. It's it's decent enough. They look nice. Um, some people might take exception with different stuff. Some people said the makeup on the ladies was not great this time. So, and I mean, and sometimes uh, so one of the guys wore, Cornelius wore something really, I don't know if it was a chef jacket in orange or <laughs> what? It, it was questionable. Huh. It was questionable. So, so yeah. So you're gonna get, you're gonna get a variety of outfits, but they do look nice. And basically, it is this time. It wasn't nephew Tommy. He was sick, mm. and um, Tanika Ray filled in. But basically, you're getting um, the host asking the people the different questions. So we're going. They're going to bring up stuff that happened during the season and stuff that wasn't on camera and after the season. Are the couples still together? We're going to talk about this person's disagreement. Um, before at the time we're going to talk about deliberations just stuff that came up during the season we're going to revisit mm-hmm. so it, it's it's drama they'll was be a, crying they'll be oh, yelling they'll be oh. walking off oh lord was it a good time this were you were you pleased or you know for the because it was what two episodes mm-hmm. right? it was two episodes at the time i mean they they brought up what most of what needed to be brought up um, there was one incident where the person was not there um, that so it didn't get you didn't get your final answers for that I would say they they touched on most things so there was an incident with um, one of the women Shiloh and Phil she was one of Phil's like she he is the I wish I could remember her name um, the couple that I talked about with the younger girl mm-hmm he, Phil was trying to decide between her and Shiloh and Shiloh. And also this is the thing you can't pressure the person that you're with trying to decide to decide sooner mm-hmm. because that's going to rub them the wrong way. So mm-hmm. she was trying to get him to decide between her and this other woman. And they had an argument while they were out at a bar. It was late night in DC and she took, Supposedly she went into a dark alleyway. It was mm-hmm. raining. He went to get her in order to be trying to keep her safe. Mm-hmm. And I guess she was kind of argumentative. So he picked her up and took her like back to the car or whatever. Oh, no. Correct. Oh, no. So she she felt a way about that. Um, and it it I think it was a misunderstanding. It's not great to be picking up women. But also he, it's five o'clock in DC and it's raining outside and it's at night. He wanted to keep her safe. So I think it was a misunderstanding that if they had wanted to work it out or she was willing, it could have been like, okay, I feel a way about this. Please don't do this again. Let's see if we can move on. It wasn't where he was trying to uh, be violent towards her. Mm-hmm. And she might, maybe that might've triggered something in her along those lines yeah and it just went left 
with uh-huh. how she felt about it. So she ended up leaving the show. Oh, leaving the show. It, whoa. She couldn't get past it. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I think it was a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. So, so he definitely wanted to make it clear on his end that he meant no harm and is you're safe around me ladies like that type of a thing okay definitely yeah i definitely think he was really trying to protect her um they say they so things these people hang out with people that have been kicked off um supposedly but they don't want to bring it up on the show with this that hey you were hanging out with a contestant that's been kicked off so sometimes they might leave things out they leave out dates that happen their dates these people go on we don't see at all mm-hmm. um there's conversations we don't see at all because they edit out there's definitely editing to kind of paint people a certain way Ooh, is that in, is, in a good way or i think it's i think it could be in a bad way so there was a person on the show to they kind of and she was more i would say she was more on the plus size Thing, size of women I think they painted her to seem like the guys didn't really like her but then it came out on the reunion that they did and that she dated more of them hmm. so that stuff I think they could do a better job of that plus size women unfortunately don't seem to do very well on this show um, they don't cast a lot of them and then the guy uh, and I guess they don't cast guys that like plus size women so then we kind of get the, uh, she's the homie, she's the friend, or we're not a, really attracted. Yeah, we kind of get that vibe. Um, hmm, so they got to do better of a casting. They do. I would I would love them to, and I guess that's, that's a lot of shows. You They cast uh, the pretty guy, the pretty women, the tall, dark, and handsome, or the, the they're definitely curvier women on this show. I have to say that. Mm-hmm. So we get we get women with curves. Um, but not necessarily plus size. Hmm. Uh, Lady D, do you have any questions or anything you want to say about Ready to Love? No, I asked my questions. I'm good. (laughs) Okay, so Potomac. So the next season, right? Yes. Are you going to be tuned back in? Yeah, I'm going to watch. I'm definitely watching. It doesn't... I, I'm here for whatever they give me. I'm not annoyed with the not finding love or whatever. They're, again, we get a couple couples that are every season that are really cute together. So, okay. For, for people like me who don't really watch reality TV shows, mm-hmm. would you put this Potomac over the Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh, I'm, hmm. I'm going to say, oh. well, I would say Ready to Love might be more appealing to maybe the masses versus okay. Housewives of Potomac. I think the Housewives shows, just like Love and Hip Hop, very specific people want to watch that. You don't, people, you aren't going to get a lot of arguments at the dinner table or at the party. You're going to get a little bit of it on Ready mm-hmm. to Love, but you're that's not going to be the whole show. And it's not just going to, it's not centered around women. You're going to get men conversations, which is very interesting to 
hear the men and what they think and their deliberations and how they talk and how they they narrow down the women and stuff. Mm-hmm. So so it's interesting to get uh uh I guess a perspective of both sides of dating. Fair. Okay. Anything else you would like to say to us or to the watchers about ready to love? I would say give it a chance. It's it's going to give you some love and romance and it's going to give you a little bit of drama too. And that's the last word on that. So thank you so much for joining us. And uh, if you tweet Ready to Love, I'll retweet it. (laughs) And for (laughs) anyone else who is interested in Ready to Love. So uh, how can they reach you if they would like? I'm at Queen Mel Mindy, Q-U-E-E-N-M-E-L-M-E-N-D-I on Twitter. All right. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We invite you to send us your feedback, musings, puns, and comments at watchwithyoupod at gmail.com. On Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, watchwithyoupod.